So. We didn't restart it yet. Don't give me a freaking hands thrown in the air signal. All right, play with your mic. Try to get, try to get the uh, the top of the mic to point at your mouth. I think if you actually, you know, just kind of keep playing with the tip a little bit, that'll make you better. <laughs> you want to cradle the back end so the cord doesn't bounce around. So that is that is a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, it does block more of his Did you face. just tell me to play with the tip? And I told yeah. you to cradle the back end. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you keep playing with it. Well, that's why it's better for Josh. It covers his whole fucking <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him. <laughs> No, you need to move this way, Dave. <laughs> we have so many cold. We have cold opens for a whole week. You're unplugging yourself. Well, now I can't see him or hear him. I mean, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> yes, I unplugged myself. Actually, you might not have been plugged in right. Oh, oh, <laughs> I might not have been plugged in right. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me turn them down a little. <laughs> yeah, you actually have way better levels right now. Oh, but it's all my fucking fault, isn't it? Well, it is your mic, so... I didn't plug it in. I don't know nothing about technical shit. You fixed it, though. So you must Dumb know something. Now, now you know how my job works. Hi, I'm Bob McLeod. You're listening to Comic Book Rehab. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Hi Paul. Paul. Those are some good levels, Dave. Good job. I'm hey, joined by Dave, who's already mad hatter. Jimmy Kimmel almost live. And uh, nickname for sale, Josh. Yeah, yes. Yes. Josh, Advertise here. here, Josh. He's he the little whore Josh. Because he will whore out his name. Hey, if I can make money off this somehow, whatever. I know. It'll give you more time to buy comics, right? I'll, I'll be able to pick up more than one comic this yeah, week. I, I would like to actually get a read on how many listeners we have, or like a ticker. So maybe we, we can get out there and get sponsorships. Uh, Just saying. I told you, that's my goal for this, is get to one sponsor, have Dave do an ad read, and lose the sponsor immediately. <laughs> no, hey, as far as podcasts go, from what I understand, the, the way you read the advertisement... People will skip over the advertisement if you just like verbatim read it and it's super boring. But if you struggle to read it or you do like a comedy sketch thing, people will listen to it for oh, that yeah. novelty. And thus make you more valuable to the advertiser. So much like the other week when you're trying to plow through your yes. thing and then Jimmy and, Jimmy and I have a whole other conversation and you're plowing through yours like a book report. Yeah. yeah. That, that made that uh, review of that book more memorable because... Oh, it's, it, it's stu it, stuck it, out. It was it was you can't funny as hell. Book, you can't remember nope. what book it was. Can't remember <laughs> what book, but I remember that. Yeah, that's, probably, that's, what, that's what companies want to hear. Don't know, what, don't know what company it was. Well, but. how many commercials are out there? And it's like, hey, did you see this commercial? Yeah, it was really great. What's it for? I don't, I know. don't know. All the time. Like Dave's new commercial for Supercuts. Wow. I did see that one, though. 
He showed it to me. Yeah, I know. I was here. Yeah. You cut it yourself. I think it looks good. How about you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I cut my own hair. Can you tell? <laughs> he still laughs. Talk about beating a dead horse. It's, and I remember, too, the other one. It's like Comedy 101, Dave. Call back. And we just kept doing it. And then you got more mad. Yes. <laughs> it's that, too. I, w- I, I found it funny. I, I can't help it. You want All to talk right. about comic books? We're going to talk about comic books that came out on July 31st, 2019 AD. All right. So I guess we're going to start off with immortal our, Hulk. Um, an Immortal Hulk book this week. Fantastic Four, number 12, Leggy, number 657. So I guess we're not going to have to hear Hulk was better for this whole podcast than this one. Well... <laughs> Written by, so right now, I will say this is definitely a book that's going to be nominated for the rehabbies uh, when we do them. The, when did we do the rehabbies? Did the we did year. it? New did years. we do it in December or January? I think it was the last uh, December I, I, episode. I think it was December, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, right now, this is definitely uh, for our consideration. For the Slot Bendis. For the Slot Bendis Award. Um so it it is uh, number twelve, which, if I remember correctly, Fantastic Four twelve does have a classic Hulk thing battle. They have a couple, don't they? No, but I think Fantastic the first one is Fantastic is Four. That's yeah. the first one, right? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, was it Torby posted this week? He actually yes, up a you are right. Yes, it's where they're coming down two sides, and he's hiding yeah. behind yeah. the uh, cave, the wall, the wall. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so this is. Slot. <laughs> this, I believe this book is late. I think all the slot stuff has been late. And Still too soon. It kind of is, but like, it's yeah, but- literally okay. My first, I'm gonna have, I'm, I'm gonna go through my bitches on this. So what it, what it comes down to is, Ben and Alicia are gonna go on, and they got married in issue six, right? Five, six, one of them. They're now going to go on the honeymoon, okay? But to go on the honeymoon, Reed is going to turn the thing back into Ben Grimm, human form, so that they can, you know, I guess, bump some uglies. Play ping pong? Play ping pong, yes. Play ping pong. What? So they're taking a plot point out of the Fantastic Four movie. Because when I think think classic Fantastic Four, I think of any of those pieces. So he's giving them a time counter to get to their honeymoon site. And then he's going to revert back to being human Ben Grimm for whatever time period so that he can spend quality time with play ping pong. Are they making the thing Cinderella? Is that what they're doing? I'm just saying, like, what, what, Dude. If, what if they're not really paying attention to that clock and they're, uh, and he's, uh, so he's, they get uh, to their... consummating and he turns back. That might just rip her in half. So that would be an awesome panel. They get to their, uh, honeymoon suite on this island and they have this scene where 
Alicia's asking Ben if his wedding ring will still fit when he changes back to human form. And he's like, well, no, Reed Not made it out finger. of my finger. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Different type of ring then. Yeah. And so it's like, well, it's made of titanium so that when I hit people, the ring won't break and blah, 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 all this horse shit. So then Alicia turns around and she proposes to Ben on the beach with her own ring for his human hand when they have this time. And then there's a big splash in the water and it comes out and it's the Hulk. But is it? No. And of course there's a minute and a half left on the counter before Ben turns around and the Hulk's looking to pick a fight. But is it really the immortal Hulk? No. It's the puppet master because that's Ben Grimm's new stepfather. So this is who he's got to fight and the clock is ticking down and that's the end of it halfway through the book. So Slot can only write half a book because then the second half of the book is I a future foundation. I you actually talked me into buying this fucking piece of crap. <laughs> I didn't talk you into buying it. You did talk me into I buying it. I did not. I said I did not read this. And you're like, is he really in the book? And I said, I don't know. They have it listed as the Immortal Hulk on the cover. Now, it's continued to next issue because, again, he only wrote half a book. Oh, that means you have to buy the other one. Bullshit! (laughs) (laughs) But what if the real Immortal Hulk shows up? I don't give a fuck at this point. Yeah, what if he shows up and then proposes to... So this book, this front was so awful, there was no way in hell I was reading the Future Foundation thing in the back. There was just fucking no way. So, um, Do you have a return policy? I'm out. I'm sold out of this piece of crap, so we might be able to discuss something. I I might be able to give you a buck for it. Let me see what it's going for online first. (laughs) (laughs) Might give you a dollar in credit. <laughs> yeah. And you'll I gladly get the and cash. Like, I get yeah. a dollar in credit. Store credit. <laughs> and you'll be glad to do it. <laughs> yeah. Since evidently we need another comic book store in this area. Yeah, one apparently. one with Joe prices for silver, right? Oh man. All right. Do you have anything there, Princess? What's my name? Princess. What's my name? Princess. <laughs> this dead air is fucking great. It is. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, princess. Hi. <laughs> Y'all can get Hi, fucking bent. Avengers 22. We get some backstory on uh, Rez Ghost Rider. This is uh, kicking off. Is it the bat? You read this, Josh, right? Yep. This kicks off like the Battle of the Ghost Riders or something. So it's it's going to be Ghost Rider focused right. um, storyline. So I guess he's dealing with the aftermath of the uh, vampires taking control of him and. 
Yeah, the car is. The car's not really anymore. listening. He to goes him. to give his little brother a ride to school, and the car. It, his brother's like just a little kid. It's like, ooh, make it go, make faster. It go faster. This is so much fun. And then the car like buckles them in with hellfire chains and like f- f- flies across the road and shit and nearly kills everybody. Which the the kid doesn't the kid see loves any it. Of that. Yeah, kid loves it, but Robbie's like this thing. Right. I fucking so, hate it. So is, he is takes it, it out to a desert. Smashes, smashes the bits, hell out of it, buries it, and then buries it, and then when he gets home, it's already there waiting. It's there, for him. perfect condition. So he goes to the Avengers to try and figure out. Is his brother in a wheelchair in the yes. book too? Okay. Um, I guess the parents were killed, and the kid, uh, the kid brother was injured or something. Yeah, I was whatever. just wondering how close because the only exposure I have to Robbie Reyes is Shield. Well, uh, the back, the, the backstory on him is, um. The parents died, were killed in an accident. And the the, the younger was brother was... Paralyzed or something yeah. like that. And then... Well, he, he wasn't was, going to make it. His right. deal was... Yeah. Yeah, yeah and something... Uh, I don't know. Again, I don't know much about Robbie Reyes either, but it, it, it talked about how Robbie's uncle may have made some sort of yeah, deal Robbie with the devil. Yeah, Robbie didn't make the deal. The, 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 the uncle, Eli, was some kind of he's evil a, bastard. Yeah, he was a bad guy. He yeah, made he, a deal. He dies in Agents of and, but, yeah. but Robbie's the one that suffers Robbie, the curse. Robbie... Uh, Kind of and ends up paying the price for it, but so he, uh, yeah, he goes to Avengers and he's like, "You guys got to help me get rid of his fucking car." Blade's like, you know, Blade's like the expert there. He's like, "I know a guy." Or T'Challa actually calls a guy in, and it turns out to be son of Satan. Son of Satan. And um, they try to exercise the demon out of him. Um, and Robbie ends up back in the traffic jam in hell. Ends up in hell in a giant. Yeah, in rush hour traffic and runs into Johnny Blaze. Yeah, who and says, I'll race you for the uh, spirit of vengeance. Yeah. So. Um, this wasn't a bad issue. I didn't understand why Blade was like, I don't know where Johnny Blaze has been, but he was there when Johnny became the king well, because, of hell and damnation, wasn't he? No. He was there when Johnny sacrificed himself. What, Robbie Reyes? No, Blade was there. He was part of the team that went yeah, into hell. Yeah, I thought he was. Yeah, he saw all this happen. He's like, yeah. yeah, I haven't seen Johnny Blaze. I don't know what happened to him lately. It's like, you know exactly where he's at. He's in hell. <laughs> but um, um, but a little backstory. Uh, they find a cave in Wakanda, I think it is. Uh, it's in Turkey. In Turkey. Um, where the... Uh, it, it, during the Battle of the War of the Realms, right. it, it dug up this uh, cave. They, and they checked went, out the cave, and and they sent some Wakandan warriors in there, and they were in there. It, it was like a, it was like the first scene of a walk through hell, right? Where they go in for like three seconds, and they come out screaming their heads off, and they if anytime they ask them what they saw in there, they go into these screaming fits again, right? But what so, they found in there was a fossilized metal Iron Man. Mask. Yeah, apparently, um, what's her what's her name? Uh, hang on. Uh, the head of the female guard of Wakanda. Yeah, she apparently is able to go into the cave and explore the Michonne? entire thing without going. Yes. Yeah, it's Michonne. Uh, without going crazy, she ends up finding a box, and in the box is Iron Man head from one million years ago. It's made of fossilized metal, which I don't even know if metal can fossilize. That's it. what I was thinking when I, I read think, that. I don't think but... it can. There is a human skull inside of it, specifically a Homo sapien skull um, from the Stone Age, but. Uh, that's pretty much all they. That's yeah, that's it's, all. It's that, that's teaser. where. Yeah, no, we don't know where that goes yet. But um, it's clearly setting up more one million BC stuff, which right. I hope gets its own book. Because as much as I really like that stuff, it was 
annoying that it interrupted like every other issue of the Avengers book. And uh, you know, I I think you might see because it mentions Danny Ketch because they've been calling different Ghost Riders to find yeah. out what the problem is. We'll, and, pro- we'll probably see the one that rides a mammoth. Right. We may so, even see uh, the original Ghost Rider, the the cowboy well, that they talked about at the if end you're of going, the- if you're if you're going by. What we've learned so far, the one that rides the mammoth is the original one. Yeah, but I mean, I like, know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. So it, yeah, it, it seems to be Ghost Rider Sinister, which again, I, did they wrap up the whole Dracula storyline yet? It felt no. like that was put on hold for War of the Realms, and then when they came back, they just shifted gears to. Well, they Tommy haven't made Reyes. their final move yet. Okay. Um, is this if still, you remember, is this still Jason Aaron. Yes. Well, he has he. I've noticed this uh, just recently. He really has uh, Scott Snyder syndrome, where he'll start, yeah, start a story and I will never he fucking finish it. He has slight Scott Snyder syndrome. It's nowhere near as no, bad no, as that Scott shit. But, no, but uh, I'm, but yeah, I'm thinking Mar- sure. hopefully Marvel catches it early and kind of reins him back in. Well, I mean, it's not like Blade was completely sidelined. He was a major player in this issue. Right. But um, anyway, uh, it wasn't a bad issue. No, um, it's a build-up issue, but... All right. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, Hi, Jimmy. Venom Annual Number One by Ryan Katie and art by Simone DeMed. Yeah. I, the story wasn't terrible, but I have no idea what it has to do with anything. So Lady Hellbender picks up Venom, who is both Eddie and the symbiote. So is this before what's going on now, or... I have no fucking idea. Because they're separated now, Like, right? with everything going on in Venom, I thought this was going to be, like... Something that ties in. set up for Absolute Carnage, but... No. Literally, Yeah, she, that's kind of what I thought it was she, be. she picks him up, she has him in space, tortures him, separates him, and she's like, oh, I, you know, the... The symbiotes are, they're cowards and stuff like this. I've never seen one that's actually had a relationship like yours, but you're, you know, the human inside, you know, is clearly the strong one. She takes him back and is like trying to seduce him, I guess. And she's like, I'll take you back to my planet, you know, where we kind of uh, honor these great beasts. And she's got to put them in a zoo is basically what it is. Well, did you read the backup story? Yes. They put them to the death. Basically, they dogfight all the greatest, you know, monsters throughout the galaxy. Well, needless to say, the symbiote gets out from her little prison she put him in, comes, re- gets with Eddie again, and they're like, we just want to go home. She opens up the airlock, and it pulls the symbiote out, and she's like, well, it pulls them both out, and they're holding on. He's like, listen, the human's not going to survive this fall fall so the symbiote lets go and goes in and eddie's like you're you're right i won't survive the fall jumps out remerges with venom and says we will and then we get backstory on lady hellbender and how that all is it was like i said well written just kind of pointless at this point in the game it for how many good annuals we've had we've had a few stinkers in there I've kind of gotten used to good annuals this past like year or so where they're, oh, these actually are important. I don't see the importance of this at all. So, um, like I said, not a terrible one-off story, just not what I wanted. I don't know. They keep popping this Lady Hellbender into different series. 
Like they did it with the totally awesome Hulk at the beginning. She was a player in that. And it's like, it's not really that great a character. Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, Hi Josh. Josh. Uh, Conan the Barbarian, number eight. Um, more good Conan stuff. This was a really neat issue. Uh, just the stories that Conan returns home. Um, Samaria is like frozen over, and his his hometown is they're turned into like mind slaves. Well, there's a sickness. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I mean, they're all controlled by uh, Thom. Yeah. Athoth, Amul, or whatever the fuck his yeah. name is. Um, and they're all their their whole purpose is is to he's kill, a he's a to kill Conan. Classic Conan. Yeah, he yeah. wants to get revenge on Conan because he's wronged him. Um, and Conan's brought all these treasures with him that he was going to share with his hometown, uh, but he has to end up using them to kind of prevent them from hurting him and also hurting themselves. Uh, he ends up finding the bear shaman from the town who's the only one that hasn't gone crazy and he says how the hound master you know is the first one that turned and we think that came with the dogs maybe if you kill the the hound master perhaps it'll break the the sickness the curse that they have on them um he's about to kill the hound master and basically the entire town gets the better of him until his grandmother chops the head off the hound master um Breaking the curse. And she's like, yeah, as soon as I saw you bleeding, it doesn't matter how powerful the curse. I I had the power to, you know, take control back. And um, then they have to fight off the demon dog things as well. But then the entire town decides to help Conan do it because they're all barbarian nutcases. Um, and then, of course, we get a, a little teaser again for the eighth time about this Crimson Witch and her children. So... This is really good. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, I, th- I, I thought this was a... So, I mean, the, no, nothing's changed. Same same thing every issue, which isn't a bad thing. Um, I do I do think it's been eight issues is, is a little too long to keep teasing the same thing that's supposed to be coming. I mean, when the fuck is it going to get here? Issue Stop. 12. <laughs> yeah, but the 12 issues? Like, do, c- give me a break. But it's the life and death of Conan. So we have to go through all these little stages of his life, and then on issue twelve we'll get the death. I don't see why it has to be twelve issues. You're just being point. you're you're this young generation that you look <laughs> on your phone, and everything has to be instantaneous for you. And look, and you look it, it listen, the olden days when all we had for instead, entertainment was reading books and three having, TV stations. Rather than having an additional one or two pages in the back of each issue dedicated to reminding everyone hey old man since you have no memory left available in your but brain this is his vision uh, we're going to remind that you that the crimson witch is coming just give us two more issues of this story i know the crimson witch is coming i mean you keep reminding me i don't need to be reminded yeah but now he knows i know your older generation your mind is slipping a little bit so the constant reminder needs to be brought up but uh <clears throat> either way this is this is still good if you enjoyed any of the previous issues this is more of the same uh, I, I don't think I have any other Marvel. That was it for me. Besides, I'm finishing up that. Is that the only thing left? That's all I got left. Friendly yeah, Neighborhood Spider-Man number nine. The uh, This is kind of the backstory on the rumor. Uh, the old lady 
who is uh, Peter's neighbor. Basically, she was uh, the answer, one of the answers to Captain America in World War II from Japan. She was given these powers, um, but she, after Pearl Harbor, she fled to Hawaii and joined up with Cap to help him in his fight. When the internment camps happened, Cap's the one that was told to bring her in, and he's like, listen, if you decide to run, I'll say I never found you, and she said, no, I need to do this. We find out that the guy that was running the kind of charity thing that was all hooked up to machines was one of the guards from this internment camp, and it kind of gives them visions of, you know, horrible things, and I don't know, I don't really care. Uh, this, this is really, um, kind of tailed off for me. It doesn't really keep my interest anymore. I really don't care about this rumor character. I, I don't get the point of it getting shoehorned into a Spider-Man book. And I think I'm just kind of getting worn out on the spider books at this point. Um, I mean, before when we had slot on this garbage, I was fucking praying for a good spider-man book and this isn't terrible i just don't think it's as good as amazing's been it's not as good as symbiote well you are reading every single spider-man book except for superior yeah so i can see that's still like 20 books i know (laughs) but i mean not not terrible uh well written the art's pretty solid uh the backstory is interesting but i I just i don't know i i thought this was going to be it started out as kind of it was him doing like neighborhood stuff and back to kind of yeah that's how it started off and now he's been to under new york and he's dealing with fallout from an internment camp in world war ii it's like what happened to the friendly neighborhood spider-man that's what this book's supposed to be about um but I'll, i'll i think this is only going 12 issues from what i understand so i don't think this is an ongoing um but um, yeah, I'm not sure because uh, I mean, it's I gotta get, look into solicit because I I have orders him for a couple of upcoming issues. Yeah, I so. think I think this is it's not announced as twelve, but I think that is the plan. It kind of seems like it's gonna wrap up this story, and then um, okay, we'll see where it goes from there. All right, does right. that leave us with the final Marvel book, Powers of Ten? Is that right? I have one more. After oh, this. do you? Do you want to do that see, first? Now you spoiled it. Sure. Marvel Comics presents number seven. I thought you were on this. Yeah, I got off of about third issue. Oh, th- this is this is good. So uh, the first one picks up. Logan is work looking for his what he thinks his daughter, um, and he knows the only way to find her is to go to the most evil places. So uh, it opens with on. Uh, September 11th, and it's all these other horrible things that are happening in the 2000s. He finally tracks her down, and she throws this whole, I know what you're thinking, that I'm your daughter, but I'm not. But then she goes into this whole thing that her clan named her uh, this thing that translates into nothing. Uh, is, uh, they call her Reen, um, but it literally translates to nothing she said so that's why i am i'm not your family i'm not your kin i'm nothing go back to that i know you've tried really hard to find me and logan's like listen i'm not here to find you i'm here to find this demon truth and we're gonna go to where truth is and that's hell 
so that's setting up for the next issue. It was actually well written. Um, as much as the speculators are going to love this, I, I'm actually interested in this Logan daughter character. Because... Um, this is technically her first full appearance, right? Well, no, the last one was. She was in like six or seven pages of that one. Oh, okay. Um, but like w- when she first said, I'm not your daughter, I almost put it down like, haha, you fucking eBay assholes. And I read it, I'm like, oh, she really is. But, uh. It's like, damn it. <laughs> so the second story is Iron Man, and it's dealing with the uh, the toxic mortgage bubble of the late 2000s um and he's actually ha- having a dream well, that you don't know is a dream at first where he's fighting subprime mortgage man and it's it's fucking it's hilarious uh but what it comes down to is one of his friends was trying to get him in on the whole uh shorting these mortgages and the guy's like listen worst thing that happens is when this you know happens we get fined and we made way more money than the fines are he's like yeah, but what about the American people, the economy? It's going to tank. He's like, well, that's not our problem. We're going to have money. So he's testifying against this guy. And, of course, this guy is found not guilty of any criminal doings, as just fine. And he fucking sna- Tony snaps. He literally goes, finds this guy, and throws a suit on, suit of uh, an Iron Man suit on. He's like, put it on. He's like, I'm not the subprime mortgage guy. He's like, no, no. We're going to fucking fight and... I want it to be a fair fight. He's like, how is it a fair fight? You're in this thing every day. He's like, my patience has got really fucking thin here. Put on the suit. And the guy eventually does put on the suit. And that's where the story ends. It's it's actually a pretty cool story. Um, and then the final story is uh, Winter Soldier. It opens in the, ni- in the 1960s. And it's the city planner is kind of a shithead. He goes, he t- tells him something. And then in the present day, he sees all the work that was done by this city planner. And eventually, uh, there's a statue built to him. And the statue says, without him, none of this would be possible in, I think, Latin or something like that. But it's like, but the Winter Soldier was mind-controlled. So what? why would he have done that on his own in the 60s? It was kind of a weird story. But again, well-written. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I will continue reading these. Um, but again interesting keeping it fresh um i don't think this is gonna go stupid like uh five and six did but still good good read okay powers of 10 number one numero uno okay (laughs) so we kicked this off with uh hold on I actually forgot this book. We start off with uh, Xavier sitting in a park at like a fair. Well, before that, there's a pretty ominous first page. I missed that when I read it. Okay. It kind of it kind of outlines what it's going to be happening. We have four panels. Uh, two of them are Xavier. I don't know if the other two are. But, okay. it, you know, so, it talks about how... Yeah, you have Xavier, but then you have Nimrod and, I guess, future Nimrod? No, because future Nimrod's the little, like, floating... He's the floaty thing. Right. The... Uh, He's almost like Skeets. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, okay. So you so, have three different ones. You have 
x zero x to the zero power, which is X Men Year One. Then you have X to the first power, which is also the dream. And then uh, this is Year Ten. Yep. Which, which is, is our current... Ha- what's uh, going on now, which is house. hence yep. the powers of 10. Yep, and then X the second power, which is a thousand years later, or a hundred years later. and which then is Nimrod Prime? Yeah, and then the final one is X the third power, which is a thousand years later. Which is when they get rid of all of the Homo sapiens. Yeah. Um, something in here, so... Even Hickman forgot he renamed mutants to Homo sapiens superiors, and in the dialogue he actually calls mutants Homo, homo superior. I'm like, see, why'd you change it? But uh, we cut to the fair. Charles is sitting on a bench at this fair, kind of daydreaming, and he's approached by Moria, and they have like a little conversation, and he tells her about this dream. And she says, it's not a dream if it's real. And that's where that lets off after he looks in her head and sees what he sees. And then we kick off the book with uh, Mystique showing up to, is it the the main hub of Krakoa? It's somewhere on Krakoa. It's right Um, after she walks in the portal. It's actually House of M is what it's called. Yeah, it's good. That's right. It is called the House of M. Um it is. It's directly after uh, the scene in where Saber-tooth House where Sabretooth gets captured. We're taking that technology. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, she tries to shyster a little bit more out of the deal for the technology. And, like, is it me or is, are they really portraying Xavier as kind of creepy in this? Well, look, he's a giant fucking thing on his head. Yeah, yeah. it's it, creepy shit. You know what he reminds me of in this costume? Did you, do you remember the little big guy? The little big mascot with the ball on its head? He, he reminds me of... Uh, Darth the, Helmet. The Darth Helmet. <laughs> he, he gives me big maker vibes. But, uh, yeah, he's like... So you're telling me that there's things that are worth more than you than the betterment of all mutant kind. And she, uh, he ends up just force Taking grabbing the, off, the, yeah. the flash drive or whatever and and she's like well what's what's your reward is helping mutant cotton i not reward enough for you for your plans he's like well everyone who wants to live in this world owes it something so yeah he, he he's he's got super nefarious vibes right like almost onslaught type stuff going on um cut to the future where we're in we're in x squared right and we see almost uh are these the hounds now? You got me, man. This is where shit just goes yeah, off the rails like for the, me. This, yeah, these, these are hounds. These are these are the new hounds, but they're hunting for for the new mutants, uh, Rasputin, Priest, and I can't pronounce that name. But it's a, it's Triforce. No, <laughs> come on, just one. No, try. come on, try a little. No. Why don't one of you try it? Where, where is it? Okay. That chick with the black brain. The former hound that was bred to be betrayal, betrayers of the kind. They end up turning against the Sinister program. I forget. It's cold something or other. Yeah, if you can tell me what page is so I can give it a shot. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> he can't see. It's, yeah, uh, There are no pages that are numbered. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, the, the the black brain chick, uh, she gets captured. Uh, one of them is already dead. Priest and Rasputin are trying to oh, escape. Oh, Silabel. 
Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, that's that. how I would assume it's pronounced. Oh, don't worry. If you're wrong, Jimmy will let you know. Someone will let me no, know. No, he's only going to let you know if you're wrong. It's only when it's the simple ones that go wrong. That. Right. There's also a big uh, sentinel in the background. <laughs> Fuck you, Josh. It's because he can't see your face. And Ronnie doesn't show up anywhere in this. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Rasputin goes back for Silo Bell. Um, Comedy 101, callbacks. <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you are you are you seriously gonna shit on one of the biggest books of the week? Why not? <laughs> sure. So who's the chick with the sword? Rasputin. She ends up sacrificing herself so that Silabel can get away. Not that Silabel wanted to get away, but um No she doesn't. She does. No, Silabella ends up getting captured and she escapes with priest. Who escapes with Priest? Rasputin. Oh, I thought she gets torn apart here by these robot dudes. No. All right. Yeah, like I said, I don't know what the fuck's going on at this but point. Then but then explains the sinister line and how yeah, I mean, um, there were breeding pits on Mars. And... This part I no, didn't understand. I think understand. you're right, Josh, because they say one was killed, one was captured, and yeah. one got away. That's what I thought. But then it talk. Yeah, then we get the part where like I'm like, holy shit, why isn't this in like... I don't feel like reading this anymore outside of waiting for the entire trade to come out because it's just like here's huge exposition dumps in the form of just text. There's no pictures. I don't want to. I don't want to read. I want to look at pretty pictures. Yeah. And why would like, you want to read when you have a book in your hand? And it's like, uh, it's like, hey, no one knew that a guy named Mister Sinister would betray everyone. It's like, who who would have thought? I mean, <laughs> but it does talk about pretty much what happened during this time. Right. Um. Then we go to Nimrod Tower. Uh, so we're in the future. Well, it, we are, this is another before, story. Before then, it explains how uh, the mutants start these breeding pits on Mars and how they start breeding them for some sort of war. And there's multiple generations of them. And generation one is just like the the war mutants. And then the second generation is where they start experimenting with breeding two mutant powers together to try to make more powerful mutants. The third generation, same deal. They try to do with with Omega level mutants, and then the last generation of mutants, they just kind of become too unstable because as the generations go on, the chance of failure is higher, and they start defecting or something like well, that. Not only that, they're bred to be hounds, and the hounds yeah. are, are people that track down mutants. So they're being bred to eradicate mutant kind. But the but the later but the, the later generation the was bred sympathizing with, with mutants, right? With black brains, and they couldn't be read. They they were built for espionage and not being able to be traced and they ended up sympathizing with yeah mutant kind instead of humankind. But yeah, you're right. We get to Nimrod Prime then and uh, They bring Silabella in. They bring Silabella in and they want they want to interrogate her, but she's not and willing this to be interrogated. A hundred years in the future. Yeah. Right? Yes. So they have a method of basically dissolving mutants or hounds and then collecting the data not from all their... mutants and just turning well, them into data. ninety years into the future. Because our current right. one is 10 yeah, years. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. But, but basically turning them into juice and then they have the brain juice they can read as data. Right. So, so they can't keep any secrets. Um, Then we get the uh, story on the actual kennels where the breeding pits were. Mm-hmm. Did Okay. Back back when they were getting ready to interrogate Silabel, when uh, Nimrod is talking to Red Chick, 
she's like, hey, I guess you can do the the bathing thing, which is what they when they break him down or whatever. For like one panel or two panels, he looks like an anime character. He's like, oh, can I do it? Really? Can I? And she's like, yeah, I guess you can do it. Well, he's, he's super like, oh, nice, yes. creepy in this too. It, like that was out. Of, it was out of nowhere because like it's like he's this big formidable robot guy and then suddenly he's acting like a kid that just said hey i guess you can pick out a couple pieces of candy um and then he just goes back to oh yeah by the way i'm going to dissolve you and this is an honorable death because you're gonna well, he keeps up. apologizing for it too yeah so like that really that's your problem with it yeah um but yeah then we jump oh no you're right uh rasputin does get away one of them had to have died though because Rasputin then meets yeah, up. Yeah, the, the the first guy they were looking at that was laying on the ground dead. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, Rasputin and Red Guy, I can't remember his name. Priest. Uses the... Uh, Krakoa Seeds. The Krakoa Seeds to get to Krakoa somewhere and meets up with... Well, they're on Asteroid K. And that's what the breakdown was it, be, between these uh, scenes. There's only like 10,000 mutants left. 8,000 are living like on a, a planet or a moon that's like right on the border, border of the great void of space mm-hmm. and the Shi'ar Empire. And they're being like held back for some kind of war or invasion. There's like um, a couple living on another planet somewhere or within the Shi'ar Empire. And then there's like, what, 200 on or eight on Asteroid K. Okay. So. Are you okay? That was a lot of math. Anyway. Um, but you can see that some of the people remaining are Green Magneto. And, Wolverine. And Thick Varine. And Groot. Yeah. That is Groot, is that Groot, right? I don't know who the fuck it is. It, it looks like, like Groot. It looks like Swamp Thing Groot with a beard. With, but with it, Alan Moore beard. But and it, then yeah, it's, is, it's and then Zorn, him, it's, it's Magneto, it's Wolverine, and it looks like Groot. Yeah. But, I mean, who fucking knows who um, the guy is? Wait, isn't Zorn Magneto? Mm, that That's a whole convoluted story. So the blue guy is Zorn? No, something X-Men convoluted. Like, you Z- Zorn was say. a couple people for I, a I long don't, time. Uh, this is one of the reasons I don't read X-Books. Okay, don't make my head hurt anymore. And that, that was when I was really off, so I only got like bits and pieces this of what This is where I stopped about. reading. I, oh, and then I was like, look, if I can't handle the 100-year stuff and follow what's going on, there's not not a fucking chance I'm gonna follow. I all I did was I turned to the next page with the thousand year stuff. I recognized Nimrod Prime as Skeets, and then I was like, "All right, you know, at this point, I'm too dumb." Yeah, well, it, it's not really. It's a snippet. It's it's basically a snippet of what we're seeing in the thousand years in the future. Um, but they, it's basically a settlement where they keep all the history, failures, successes. Well. And- and they're growing new mutants. Yeah, right. That kind of look like Jean Grey and well, it's Wolverine. it's Adam and Eve though. Thing for it, isn't it? Sort of That's looks probably like. what it's supposed to re- represent. It looks like a Garden well, of Eden yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Didn't, they do, didn't Hickman do this before in Avengers? Um, who were those giant orange guys or yellow guys that were on Mars that kind of terraformed it? What the fuck were their names? Um. I can't remember. Oh. So, the verdict? On Powers? Kind of like verdict, House as better. someone that's going to try to jump onto X-Men using these two books as jump on points. Don't do it. This, the other, okay, House of, House of X, 
as epic as it was, like in scale, I could follow it very easily. This, I have no fucking idea what the plan is here. I don't know I why don't, the fuck I'm even reading it. I don't think you're supposed to understand it after one issue. I right. don't think so either. I hope that as we get further, I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of uh, Hickman's thing is we're like, it's like so fucking out there for the first even year or so. And then like two years down the line, people are like, holy shit, Hickman's a fucking genius. And I mean, that's and he, it has been stated that this is going to affect everything. The X-Men for the next few years. I, I mean, I, seems... I think the nice thing about this is House and Powers are both five-part five minis. I believe six. so. There's six. 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 Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's it's not going to last very long as far as you know. More well, they're more weekly. They're, they're but... weekly. Yeah. Well, gonna... ev- they're every other week because one week yeah, we get one, House, yeah, one week we get Powers. Weeks. But towards the end of this, it looks like that might be when the Dawn of X and the, I think there's four other books. Dawn of X, Excalibur. New Mutants and regular X-Men. Right. Yeah. Isn't there an X-Force book, too? No. Oh, okay. Not yet. Um, Shut your dirty I, whore mouth. I guess... Uh, I forget what I was going to say. All right. So. Oh, I, I guess... Um, at least I have the feeling that Hickman has a plan. Like, this is planned out many, many issues from now. So it's not like he's just flying by the seat of his pants and, you know, throwing a Hulk at thing or anything like that so there's there's very few writers that even even if a first issue is like this that you just need to dump hope into and yeah i, Hick, I hickman has i trust earned, him to, yeah. to, to do a good job i mean with from this. his avengers runs from his fantastic four run which i still think is probably the best fantastic four run in the last 30 I mean, years you know i was skeptical at first but come on i've been abused by x-men for how many years after We've only the, been doing this podcast for a little more than a year. I've been collecting X-Men for a while. Shut the fuck up. But your abuse only started with I'm this gonna podcast. I'm going to abuse you soon. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't be doing that. That's on your record. You're going to lose your job. If you're known as an elderly abuser, you can't work in a nursing home. <laughs> so worth it. Anyway. <laughs> um, after reading these two first issues... It kind of renews hope that Hickman can fix the whole X Men thing. Yeah. Um. It, it's it's nice to see that it wasn't like a, oh, we're just gonna return everything to status quo. It's like we're gonna they're gonna throw Xavier back in a wheelchair. Magneto's gonna be the bad right, guy. Right. It's again. not a total reboot. It's it's, it's just it's, they're gonna clean everything up, but also move the story forward. Right. All right. I guess we're on to DC. We are. Uh, Batman Secret Files. Starting off with that, I didn't read it. Which was a it, which it states as a city of Bane tie-in. It does. I really kind of didn't feel it had really anything to do with City of Bane outside of it was just little stories about of the four, four main, main villains. Yeah, Joker, Riddler, um, Hugo, Hugo, Hugo Strange, Strange, and, and Bane. Bane. Okay, so of the four... The Joker story. Joker. The Joker story? Which one's the Joker story? Where First Batman's one. hung upside no, down and he keeps trying to take off... Joker keeps trying to take off... Oh, his... and he can't... Yeah, that's that's the best one. That was actually the most Tom King-like one, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even though this was Andy. Andy Kubert was yeah. writing this one. And which, did he do which, the art or no? No. Which, I've been hearing rumors that he might follow King on Batman. I'm okay with that. I would be too. 
And if they're going back to monthly, which I think is supposed to happen after King gets off of Batman, yeah. if, if he wants to do art on it as well, sign me up. What What did you think about the Hugo Strange one? It was interesting. It was very Hugo Strange. Yes. When did uh, Psycho Pirate's costume change? Justice issue. Okay. I, I did. I, I mean, there wasn't a bad story. I forgot about the psycho. That was really a good story too. Was it? I thought so. It, it was. It was entertaining. <sighs> I didn't. I didn't like that one. But um, I don't like the costume. Yeah, the art in that one was. It's too. It's too. Religious looking, like well, with the chains. Well, he is and running a cult. And, I guess so. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just a sucker for the classic costumes, I guess. Um, and then the the Bane story. I mean, I don't. Was it necessary? Does it really help us with understanding City of Bane at all? I don't think so. I mean, is is maybe it supposed a- to make us sympathize for him a bit? Is that what they were? I don't know. I don't at? know. So, so like the whole point of that story was a reporter went and talked, went to talk to him when he was a younger. And you think you deserve the way you talk to me? You think you deserve those sweeties donuts? This is your punishment. Look, for being this is the last time there's sweeties donuts on this podcast. The only good thing to happen. Um, but. He ends up killing that reporter at the end. Yeah. So, like, because he gets out. And he's like, and he tells him, remember what I told you, what you fear? And I am i don't, I kind of don't get it. How is the Riddler story? Did did any of you figure out the riddle? I didn't even really. I, I don't even know where the hell the clues were. Me neither. Yeah, that's why I kept. I, like, I didn't even know where the riddle was at. Like, was there a riddle posed or? Well, apparently, because it says, see if you can figure out right. the riddle. But. I thought it was going to be like, oh, he was going to give the riddles and it was going to give you a few pages to figure right. out. But I, I don't uh, know. So there's a bunch of monitors of bad things happening. And the only man has I, to figure out the only thing I can where think Riddler is, is through these um, cameras, these surveillance cameras. And they're all labeled with letters of the alphabet. And when you spell out the word alone, then he found the Riddler because, and, and then it ends up, be- it's, 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 this is stories being told to, to Riddlers, sh- to uh, psychiatrists, I guess at Arkham or something. Yeah. And he's like, well, why would you, you know, you're going to get your ass just beat down. Why would you consider do keep doing this? He's like, that's what you'll never understand because you're too simple minded. And I don't know. Then the story is the title of the story is alone, and that was the that was the answer to whatever riddle that we weren't told. I guess. I'm gonna right? complain about another one, another person's costume. I don't like the new Riddler costume. I think it, I think it first appeared in the War of Jokes and Riddles. I like the old costume with all the question marks all over it and shit. Well, when did this? He looks like a leprechaun now. Yeah, where well, he's always showing the chest hair. Yeah, I don't know. He's, did that he's start a, in 52 or? Did it? I thought it started in the War of Jokes and Riddles. Maybe it did start in 52. Either way, he's got like a super punchable face, which if I'm going to give the artist anything, his look is very consistent throughout, regardless of who the artist is. His face looks identical in every single story. I just don't like the costume. I didn't read this book, though. I'm just pointing it out. Yeah. I'm trying to find something to bitch. So, yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. Some of the stories were okay. I just don't know if you necessarily need it for City of Bane. Agreed? Agreed. Okay. Agreed. All right. Anything else? DC. Yeah. Red Hood and the Outlaws Annual Number 3. We finally... Now, I haven't been reading Red Hood Outlaw since pretty much... Since we lost Bizarro and Artemis. And this is the issue where we find out what happened to him. And it's fucking weird, man. Um, it opens with uh, Jason talking to some fucking robot-looking kid who apparently can sync with the dead. And he asks the... I, I guess he's been traveling with this kid in, in Red Hood Outlaw. Again, I can't tell you. I haven't been reading it. But uh, he asks the kid if he can sync with Artemis and Bizarro. And, and the kid tries, and he can't. And he's like... He's like, I'm sorry, I wish I could tell you what they were saying, but I can't reach them. And Jason's like, that's fine. That just kind of, in his head, he's like, that kind of gives me reassurance that they're maybe they're not actually dead. Because he still hasn't seen them since, um, since Bizarro was super smart, and he was going crazy, like he was losing his mind again, and he built that door to another dimension, and uh, he had to close it himself, so uh, Jason went to jump in after him to save him, but Artemis threw him out of the way and went in as well. So they ended up in that weird alternate universe where the, uh, Hall of Justice is like covered in these giant spikes and it's called the Hall of Punishment or whatever. What we end up finding out is that... Lex- Why would you continue reading something like that? That just sounded awful. Oh, it gets, it gets fucking weird, man. Um, apparently, this is another an alternate universe where Lex Luthor creates some sort of bomb that goes off and disables all metahuman powers. And anyone that didn't have a metahuman power is now granted metahuman powers. It's basically like the boys, because it's that's exactly what it is. Everyone just gets pissed and decides to um, take revenge on all the heroes. So they go to the Justice League headquarters, and like uh, the Daily Planet globe has been dropped on Superman's head, and it's just like blood splattered all over the place, and his body's just laying there, or whatever. Um, the security card for the Hall of Justice shows up, and he turns into this big spike guy to try to fight them. Um, ultimately, Bizarro gets stabbed, but he's like, fuck you, I'm Bizarro, and ends up literally... So was the globe made out of fucking kryptonite, or...? What globe? No. Uh, apparently Superman was, like, stripped of his powers. Yeah, but he's not a metahuman, he's an alien. I don't know, man. They killed him by dropping the planet on his head. But that's not how that works. It doesn't matter because this, they're not. It, this is. This it is doesn't a, work that way. It's Josh. an alternate. It's an alternate universe. It could work that way. Anyway, he punches the security guard so hard he flies into the sun, which is really funny. Um, but they end up. They end up getting confronted by a guy named Jackknife, who looks like a human normal Joker. And his name's Jack, but they never. They never make any other hints other than the way that he's drawn that he was Joker before, like, without going crazy. He's part of some sort of resistance group. They end up uh, joining him six months pass. They end up confronting uh, Sam Lane, who's in charge of the whole government thing that was controlling all the new metahumans and stuff. Bizarro has a sweet beard. Bizarro removes his fucking uh, sleeves and grows a a beard and shaves the sides of his head. He looks like Braun Strowman. A little bit, yeah. Um, and, uh, he does! 
we go we cut to the jail that's 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 set up for for all the metahumans jack and the resistance and jackknife is in a cell with artemis who has also changed her outfit she's shaved side of her head as well she also wears basically just kind of a bra and pants um, so my question is how comes in all the dystopian type future stuff alternate reality Everybody shaves the sides of their heads. I have no idea. Even and Joker's I wonder, did head they do is, this is shaved themselves? on the sides. Well, you see, there's no barbers, so everyone has to cut their own hair. But normally people Can realize, you tell? Normally people realize their mistake before they do the whole head. You just go all the way in. He goes all the way in. He's fuck it. Anyway, what happens is um, they end up confronting uh, Sam Lane and Lex. Lex is now just a giant brain on, like wheels the fuck yeah and uh and this is one of the books that you actually purchase i loved this i i have been wanting artemis and and bizarre to come back for 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 fucking forever and they put him on this wacky stupid adventure sure whatever but he because someone has a traumatic brain injury and calls themselves by a different nickname for richard you have a huge problem but this you're all right (laughs) yeah because it's an alternate universe Are you fucking kidding me? He ends up putting together the door that brought them here because it shattered when they got here. Lex put it back together. Anyway, they end up killing all the villains um, and decide to open up the door and go back through. So hopefully Red Hood and the Outlaws are coming back um, or it says the start of Generation Outlaw. Uh, I'll, I'll just be bad. I'll just be glad to have the, uh, I guess they're called the Dark Trilogy back. Um because the Red Hood Outlaw with just Jason Todd was just, I wasn't digging it. So I'll finally start reading this book again. This is my pick of the week, by the way. <laughs> Fuck is wrong with you. <laughs> As Jimmy unplugs Josh's mic. <laughs> Fucking dude. <laughs> Test. There we go. And then he wonders why our levels are all fucked up. I am almost afraid to ask, is there any other DC? Yeah, we have a book with actual Dick Grayson in it. Oh, God. Don't tell me you're still reading. Oh, that's the last issue. The Batman Who Laughs, number seven. Uh I, I, I haven't cared since, like, the second one. Really? No. You this, stayed on that long? Yeah. It, it wasn't terrible, but, again, for... This should be, hands down, should be the best thing to come out of the whole Metal Universe. Not yet. Those, uh, those kind of like they're not calling them Elseworlds, but those Elseworlds storylines they're going to be doing sound pretty cool. Oh yeah, they should. But this, I don't care the, about the Batman I don't... who laughs should be the ultimate. He was the least interesting character. Yeah, to come out that's of that. what I mean. Like, if you would have asked me, like, what would be the coolest one? Would it be like Batman crossed with this? The Batman crossed with Joker. Like, I, it's just a swing and a miss. So the toxins take him over. He's fighting with the actual Batman who laughs. Meanwhile, the Gordons are battling with the killer Punisher Batman. Grim Knight. That he's going to dump this toxin into the water supply to turn everyone into this. 
they're able to somewhat subdue him, but he gets into uh, James Gordon Jr.'s head, and he's basically drowning Jim Gordon at one point. And he's like, listen, you eventually have to try to breathe in and get this water in you, or I'm just going to drown you or let your kid cut you open. Meanwhile, there's a lot of exposition and... The last Bruce Wayne that was brought over was one that was a Bruce Wayne before his parents were killed. So they're trying to protect this kid. Eventually, Batman being Batman outthought the Batman who laughed and said, you know, listen, I knew all this. You know what you're going to do. I've been laying traps for you because I knew you knew the way I thought. And eventually the Joker intervenes and shoots the Batman who laughs and they're able to get a cure from the Bruce Wayne that never, they use his stem cells. Um, and that's why they figured he was the last one to be brought over to be killed because they knew that was the only cure for this. Um, there's a really cool thing with Alfred where Alfred's like, listen, we've tested the blood. It was the same poison he's like no that's not possible he's like i should have turned a lot sooner so it's like well was it really his will or did the joker do something with this toxin um to delay it a little bit they send the last bruce wayne over and alfred's like the last thing i told him before we sent him back to his universe was soon in the future your parents are going to want to go to theater under no circumstances do it so i was finally able to save at least some waynes so uh, that was cool and then of course our last panel is Jim Gordon is actually inf infected with this and we'll see it in Batman Superman. Didn't, isn't this how Dark Knight's Metal ended with the Joker shooting the Batman who laughs? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck was the purpose of this book? I, I don't know. To I, I lead it I, into Batman Superman? Yeah. Because that's next, right? Pretty much. Yeah. I look forward to that. The art's, the art's excellent. I mean... You have Jock on art, so <laughs> the covers were awesome. The art was great. The story wasn't terrible, but again, it's just, in theory, should be the best Bat Batman character out of this, and he is. He's like, give me the fucking I, the Flash one. Red Death. was was awesome. Red Death. Uh, uh, the, the, the female uh, Aquaman one. The, the, the Edgelord Green Lantern yeah. one. Yeah. They all were so much more interesting than this. Which doesn't make sense. But yeah, the most interesting one was the the Wonder Woman one because yeah. he actually had remorse and was like, I, I don't know, I I want to go back and have the, a timeline where we didn't get this shit ass fucking character <laughs> taking the spotlight. It's oh man, it's just it hurts to think about the wasted potential there. Yeah, because the metal was so good. It was. I liked everything about it except this one character, and he somehow is the only one to survive that whole thing anyway he and he's the one that a lot of people and i do mean a lot of people went nuts for it's because of how he looked right all right we have one left one left didn't you do um green lantern no dude if i try to talk about green lantern i'd never get look i'm having a hard enough time following that book in the regular stories the annual I wasn't even going to begin to try to fucking review that. Did you like it? Yeah. Okay. There you go. You reviewed that book. It. <laughs> it's Grant Morrison. I think I liked it. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I yeah. tried to catch up on that because like, it'd be nice to have like a it's conversation, not about like the actual four plot or five line. issues. It is a cohesive story you can kind of follow, and then it just yeah. goes batshit. So crazy. I read the first five. I'm like, okay, I, I gave up on this a little too early. Then I got to six. I'm like, okay, what's going on? And then like seven. I'm like, the fuck did I just read? Yeah, I. And it's not like. It's not like shocking what the fuck. It's like I literally had no idea what I read. It, it made no sense to me. Speaking of that, Batman Last Night on Earth, number two. Or is this number four through seven? Uh, <laughs> right. Right. It's number it's four through two seven. two that has part five through seven. Seven. Seven or eight, something like that. Um... I almost had to try to remember. It was like, oh, yeah, that's what happened in the first one. Because <laughs> it's been a, feels like it's been a minute. But I guess this is out on time, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I love the art, actually. I like Capullo's art in this a lot. He's, yeah. He might be my favorite DC artist. Like, he's, when he's yeah. on stuff. It's fucking great. I I have to I have to admit I really like I thought the art was very fitting for this story. Agreed. I love the Joker. The Joker. Yes. Head. Oh my the, god. He's this is the perfect great. Joker. Like he fucking nailed the character. Um, I really like this. I don't know about you guys. I really really like this. This is my pick of the it's week. It's my pick of the I, week. It's my pick to- of the week. Totally makes sense. <laughs> it was close, but the more See, if, if he wouldn't have done a. Spite pick of the week, you probably would have been there. There wasn't a spite pick of the week. <laughs> this wasn't my pick of the week coming into this podcast. And then you said about the Dick Grayson thing. I just remembered that's what happens in this. I'm like, yeah, this is my pick of the yeah. week. This, um, was, this was phenomenal. I still don't exactly know what the yeah, fuck But I, I thought for a while, it's like, oh, wait, I'm kind of getting it. Because when, uh, when he meets up with Luther... Because they're trying, because they're so the journey is when he meets up with Wonder Woman, they try to go to the Fortress of Solitude to to get Superman because Superman can fix this. Well, right? no, he goes there no. without Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, does he? Wonder Woman like saves we her, saves his ass. Oh, okay, we're taking. She, she's like, hey, here's pretty much the rest of humanity, and I think it's all women. And she's like, we've made a deal with uh, Hades. He's yeah, but give they the were underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Give the that, that was in the first one, though. Right. Yeah. That was so, in issue one. My. Uh, my favorite part of this is when they're, they're on the horse and the Speed Force tornado comes through and Joker's like, so I'm your best friend now. I'm your sidekick. Can I be a Robin? He's like, no. He's like, I'll name the fucking horse a Robin before you do. And the horse <laughs> gets, gets, gets killed. He's like, killed. oh, another Robin dies too soon. Are we going to put like a saddle and little booties in a case for him too? Like, I had to put it down because I laughed for fucking a good couple minutes at yeah, that. Yeah, that, that was good. That was good. Um, we get Jay Garrick. We finally get Jay Garrick. Now, again, this isn't really in the universe, but we finally see Jay Garrick for a, a brief moment. But it's all of them because then when he said, oh, there's Bart, and I went, Bart's Great. already been back in the universe. No, but but they're all stuck in the uh, Right, it's all the flashes force, stuck right? together. Mm-hmm. It, yep. It's Bart, it's Wally, it's uh It's Barry, Bart, Wally, it's... Barry, and Jay. Okay, yeah, um, which I thought was, and it's like they're like seeing him, Bruce, help us, and then it's like, yeah, it doesn't explain what happened, like, but again, no. it's just kind of one of those things that it, they. Well, it's this world, just, but this is all the yeah. stuff we I, I thought we we kind of do because then when he finally meets up, when he gets to the, he is going to the Fortress of Solitude, right? Yes. Okay. So. They also fly over uh, the last stand of humanity or whatever, which apparently was running off of 
Did they kill Captain, Captain Adam, Adam and made him the the power source or whatever? Well, he sacrificed himself. Is yeah. What it said. Um, and then apparently, like, there's this war between the red and the green and some other fucking group, and we see a giant swamp thing, and and Joker's like, "Look, man, just fucking fly over. We <laughs> yeah. do not want to get involved in that shit." And they just fly. Well, just Animal hang- Man's involved in it somehow too. Really? They they say it's just a oh, uh, bunch of animal men when they come out of the bush. Oh, okay. So. So when, anyway, he passes over that. We get to see what happened to Bane and Scarecrow. Um, well, Bane, they're, they're Bane and Scarecrow they're, they're go after Alfred. Him. Yeah. Um, well, they they get Alfred for this Omega guy. Um. And uh, and we see Omega for right. the first yeah. time on. So is that a first appearance? I mean, I shut your dirty whore mouth. <laughs> um, so, but we find out. I, I, we find I, out what happens to Alfred later, but uh, uh, Bruce ends up making it to the Fortress of Solitude. It's and he's like met up by, by he's met up by an older well, Superman. Um, well, he he the, he, uh, the spaceships that carried Superman continue to crash into the fortress and try to hit Batman. Yeah, and um, eventually uh, it knocks him out. He's like covered in like the ice crystals and shit. And you and know when Superman, this ends, I'm like thinking. Okay, this should have been like a regular series of books because this is the perfect ending for oh, an yeah, issue for sure. But uh, old man Superman, then we get comes to part in six. and carries him carries him into. Well, the... that's how the first book was too. Like yeah. each one of them left on a cliffhanger. Yeah, but we find out then that uh, there's like a, a the Kent farm is underneath the fortress, but this Superman is actually just a poor replica of, of Superman yeah. created by Lex along with a bunch of other ones. And we find out well, no, basically... I thought Superman created them. I thought that's what... Superman created the first one. Yeah. And then he created a bunch of others, but they didn't work they don't, out They're right. not as strong as Superman. Right. They're all synthetic. But they're basically. all different. Yeah, and he, he created them to keep the, fir- the, the, keep the original Clark one, Kent. Yeah, the original one was to keep up the Clark Kent guys. Um, but anyway, Lex ends up telling him what happened. Uh... And I thought it was I thought it was pretty interesting. He, well, he basically says, "Hey, look, we're not going to fight. Yeah, it's, you and me are uh, going to broadcast our we're ideas. We're going to do one final thing. We're just going to have a debate. You yeah. give your point of view, I give my point of view, and then everybody in the world is going to consciously They're think go- um, uh, whether they the think other. of the word justice, justice. or doom. Whatever yeah. prevails, um, the other person's idea, the other person who had the failing idea, is going to be killed." Um, and and he says Superman gives us the, his speech and he says it's the most wonderful speech ever to the point where even he was believing it at the end. So he gave his speech and he's like it was it was kind of half cocked and I I didn't really believe well, it at that was, point. He was pretty much stealing from other speeches and just yeah. hitting keywords and things like he that. Just you know, political it in speeches. And he's like, all right, I mean, and then they stood which, there waiting to see for, to what everyone chose, and he's like, we both knew it was going to happen, and then Superman gets killed, and and it was kind of ironic because well, Superman Lex, saves him. No, no, I took it. I took no. it. That they they voted. Sa- no, 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 no. Sa- no. No, they all I'm voted. I'm pretty Doom. sure he saved him. No. The moment of Lex, the truth. The moment happens, he would have saved me from the shards with his super speed, but that's not what happened. Yeah, and okay. the shards go to him. Um. So, but yeah, it's like the ultimate irony where Superman's speech changed Lex's mind, but it was too late to change everyone else's. So he couldn't do anything. It just point. shows you people are assholes. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's meant to show. How yeah, funny again, everything is. again. Don't let the public vote. They do bad things. <laughs> but um, 
that's what it's saying here. Like vote a bartender from fucking Brooklyn that doesn't know anything. But uh, the Superman uh, clones end up um, attacking Batman because well, because because now scare up. yeah they show up and they kind of take over. Wonder Woman rescues him, um, and they all end up uh, escaping with and Lex sh- sacrificing himself. Wonder Woman's himself. pretty badass. Her, she's just like it's chopping the shit out of. It's fucking Wonder Woman. Old man Superman, it's badass and everything. Well, yeah, because for... he's not as powerful as the actual Superman. But um. They end up flying away to this giant green cloak, and they're like, oh, shit. Is That's the Spectre, yeah. And she's like, yes, this actually is a, a, the cloak serves as a portal now, and it takes them to uh, the River Styx or something like that. And, and on it, they see, he's, she's like, well, no matter what you see, you're going to be shown all the people you've let down. Well, and it's, it's dark at first, and of course, has Joker has his lines in there, which are actually really good. Yeah. And uh, Batman's like, I need to see. She goes, how do you see? She goes, well, it's my lasso. And uh, and then he's like, I, I want to see. And she's like, no, you don't. Because and it's everybody. It's, it's everybody. And, of course, Alfred. Alfred um, which, and he's, he's like, so I got to go talk are to we, him. But she's like, no, you can't So they it. did kill him yes. in the beginning? Yeah. Right. Okay. Or he's infected with the anti-life equation that Omega has. And they're either dead or like. Oh yeah, yeah, because he gets he gets speared with two yeah. syringes. So yeah. Um. So uh. They end up uh, leaving, Gotham. and they go to Gotham. And they get to Gotham, and they get attacked by the Court of Owls, and the leader of the court, or one of the t- or the Talon, is revealed to be Dick Grayson. And who that's how the sense. Who is Omega? No, Dick Grayson's no, not Omega. No, he's Talon. He's Talon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The popular theory no, was that no, Dick Grayson o- was Omega. Omega would have been Lex. Said, I thought, I thought when Lex says, "Hey, I even tried recreating you, and it failed," that that's Omega. It's yeah. alluded to, but it's never confirmed. Yeah, he it's, says that, but then Bruce says that it has Omega has to be someone that I had taught. Yeah, I, it's, I thought. It's, yeah, because he, yeah he has Batman influences. My theory it's is Alfred? that Omega no is that Omega is the original Bruce Wayne, because it says in issue number one that Batman was was killed, but that might just mean that he was stripped of the cowl and the mantle right. of Batman. And if Bruce Wayne doesn't have the mantle, he's a lunatic, and he may have then gone crazy. Yeah, he will got the equation because he controls Gotham Wait, with an iron fist. That's I'm banking on it's does. either Bruce Wayne or Damien. It's yeah, I mean it's it could also very easily be Damien. Or it could be Cuz if you Jason look at the Todd. Omega suit, it's very Batman Beyond-esque. Uh what does that have to do with Damien? I'm just saying he had the one suit that I mean, it could. I mean, it could be any of the other Robins that haven't shown up yet. Right. If you look at the the panel that has all the people on the River Sticks, none of the Robins are there. But are they the Quarter Owls now? It's possible. Um, it could be. Yeah. I'm trying to think who who else wasn't there that I thought might have been there, but um, yeah, it's pretty much anyone but Batman characters, or I guess any of the Robins aren't there, and and none of the Flashes obviously are there, but. Uh, I, sub- I I think it's I think it's original Bruce Wayne. Okay. I okay. Um I surprisingly Or it's th- Kite Man. Or, or Captain Carrot. 
Kite Man could totally pull us off. Okay. What about Condiment Man? Condiment King? Condiment King. He's a bitch. Hell yeah. <laughs> anyway. I No, the answer to that is always hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. See, look. Comedy. You're hey, laughing. I, I'm looking forward to the, to the last issue, not because it's the last issue, because this is... This is good. It's I'm fucking surprised. crazy. I'm surprised how much stuff, I like this. But yeah. it's very contained. And again, it seems like he has a beginning, a middle, and end planned out on this rather than like a, a, a fucking story tree that it goes off in a million different branches and never goes anywhere. This yeah, one, for a while there, I thought, oh, wait, I kind of, I'm getting this now. And then I'm like, oh, oh, shit's happening. I'm confused. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. So, anyway. No, that's fog of your confusion setting in from shush dementia. shush last night was my last night of lack of sleep so my sl- my constant sleep deprivation also known as work so, so once you sleep in tomorrow we figured this out once you get on an even keel with this i'll leave schedule, advil no. and excedrin nope <laughs> we're, we're gonna give you the test again in about two weeks again Yes. It's still Aleve, Advil, and Excedrin. Well, he won't have the sweeties to like lube everything up. That's there. right. I'm so. sad. No more sweeties donuts on this podcast. It's a very sad day. Yeah, I'm gonna have. Yeah, it I'm is kind of bitter sweeties. Whole four weeks without sweeties. Yeah. Are you gonna make it? No. He's gonna be one cranky bitch. You think he's bad now? Wait till you have four weeks and no sweeties with him. Well, you better give him a lot of alcohol because it's the only thing. Better start bringing beer. Yeah, you better. Because Oktoberfest is out, and you need he needs to be filled up. Oh, there's your ulterior motive. So, Danton Lounge after this. They don't have Oktoberfest on tap yet. We can drink them out of it until they do. <laughs> All right, is that it for DC? Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. So, ending with a um, pick of the week for. Three-fourths of the podcast. On to indies. Me? Why not? Sure. Uh, the Goon. What number are we on? Four? Three. Three. No. Go ahead. Tell them, Dave. What number are you on? You should be on... Four? Five. But it's five. Five has come out before four. <laughs> what? Yep. They're doing Dave math. What the fuck? I have no idea. No, he's right. It should be four. four. There's only three issues out. Issue five has now come out. Issue five's out before issue four. But that kind of goes along with the goon stuff. I don't know. Uh, uh, If it were any other book, it would be weird. Sure. Honestly, Um, that exact same thing happened, if people remember, with Spawn. The, it might happen with Doomsday Clock too. So. <laughs> the last issue will come out before the the next one. No, because Gary Frank is just probably he just start. posted art for issue eleven on Twitter. Like, hey, I just finished this page, and people were like, "You that's just a- three years!" <laughs> it's like, wait, that's only page three. Does this, does this page come printed on the fucking Sistine Chapel or like, like, come on? Go ahead, Dave. Thanks. So, in this one, we're facing off against the cult of the devil fish god. Hilarity ensues. Dagon? No, no. It's just called the devil fish devil fish cod. Oh. So, they're turning people into, like, mindless zombies through alcohol, which is called Beelzebuz. 
So they're just getting drunk. <laughs> and the way they turn, they they create this stuff. Wait, the beer is called Bielsa Booze. Yes, it is. Look, that is an evil genius name for one of their beers. Absolutely. I, and the Bielsa Booze is created at the Bielsa Brewery. If if what do you have on tap? Oh, well, we have Miller Lite, Bud Light, Bielsa Booze, Coors Light. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Fill me up with that. Bielsa what, Booze. What size? biggest one you got <laughs> man size yeah so anyway um frankie the little guy that runs around with the goon gets captured by this cult uh they're gonna they, they're gonna like infuse him with the demonic spirit because that's how they make the booze um they tie these people that they captured to a table and they slap them in the face with a devil fish they uh get in, uh possessed by the demon and then they start vomiting, and that's how they make the booze out of the vomit. Sure. Yeah. Sure. No, yeah. this is uh, this is definitely a dogfish head uh, <laughs> creation. That's something he would fucking do. Um, <laughs> well, he has that one that's all from from the spit of all the workers. What? Yeah, dogfish head. So it's there's a bacteria in saliva that breaks down hops a different way. So he actually had people spit into a bucket and then they boiled that and used that bacteria to speed up the brewing process. But wouldn't the boiling kill the bacteria? No, no, it doesn't kill that bacteria. It's a whole thing. Haven't you ever watched his show? Uh, what the fuck was his show? Fuck no, I don't drink that swill. Well, there, I mean, I've seen like they take swill. Like- swill. I like Miller Lite and you call fuck. Unplug his mic again. <laughs> Yeah, so my levels go down, and then you can bitch that I'm fucking not speaking I, into the mic. I could just hit his off-record button, too, and, <laughs> and let him talk with the off-record off. So, um, there, there's this guy that's been running around with a Bible in the uh, priesthood, and he's been tr- preaching about the zombies coming, and they just keep blowing him off. Well, he ends up teaming up with the goon. They break into this brewery, and the way he chases the demons away is to smack them upside the head with the Bible. So they get smacked in the face with a fish to get possessed, and then the Bible it. knocks it out. That's sure. a Stop fucking hitting me! <laughs> I'm an atheist. Do they start? And, and do when, they start vomiting. When, when he hits him, when he hits the, these people with the the Bible, he yells in the name of Loric, Prince of Elves. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, but uh, He's a role player. Yeah, so. And then we get introduced to probably a new villain. They're just calling him the Dapper Man right now, but he looks like a gorilla in a tuxedo. So. It just seems like a villain of the week every time this comes out, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, my kind of comedy. Issue four or six, then. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. All right. From uh, one of our number ones this week from dark horse uh manor black one of the books by colin bunn this week um so good this was good i need to reread this because this was in a great environment to do it but essentially it's a family of sorcerers and there's a head sorcerer looking to name the replacement yes so okay now that's pretty much a gist right yes about so what is in the basement is that the that dead is family the, the past elders so that are that, they alive dead their spirits are still there okay that's so spirits. that's why okay. if you notice they all have shit stacked behind them 
That's yeah. why he's packing up. They're packing up his books and stuff like that for his trip to the afterlife because they're kind of a council of elders and they live to be 200 years old because he says, oh, you know, coming so close to 200 and it's a uh, hourglass full of blood. And that's how he knows how uh, close his, he when his time is. Okay. His, his son is starting to display. So apparently one of the signs is it, like blood is coming out of their hands. Right. That shows well, that. Is that, has, is that the, I, I was assume I was yeah. assuming that's how the magic works or whatever. Yeah, so right. Yeah. He knows that his son is ready, but he's not ready to name a successor. Well, he doesn't have much faith in the son from what I'm gathering. He just seems very indecisive. Right. So uh, the other thing is this group of kids is being chased down by some type of slender man type of yeah i wasn't sure what was going on there and i don't think you're supposed to but one of them gets away because uh and gets to the property line or just to about to the property line and this elder um some the the family's name is black so that's where you get the matter black literally picks up his like stone wall puts on the other side he's like yeah he's now on my property so isn't it her it's It's a female yeah yeah yeah, she's now on my property. Yeah, because she's and then being chased. He, she's being chased by like a tree dude and a. Well, he has well, like it's a, like he said, this is a slender man mass thing or right. whatever. But yeah. it's I that I'm not but, sure. But they're exhibiting supernatural power. Yeah, also. and they threaten him and like you don't know who you're dealing with. He's like, yeah, whatever, go away. And, and when well, it's it's funny because he goes, he's like, look, she's under my yeah, they're go away, and he's like, I'm not asking twice. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And when he reaches out for her hand, it shows the same uh, exhibits of the blood kind of coming out of the palm. Well, that's why I thought that's how he gets his powers, how they the, yep. the, they get their powers to work. That's what I thought. And so, then, like, when he takes her hand, I'm assuming now she's going to get something now. Yeah, I'm th- and, I'm and it looks he, like she's going to be the successor. She's right. going to be the successor. So, uh, Meanwhile, the cops have found the wrecked van. Yeah, and, and the weird thing is it caught it crashed and burned, but it burned it was just, controlled. Yeah, it was like twenty feet around the van and then nothing else. They're like, you know, this grass wasn't wet, you know, we see this singe grass when it catches fire, but the grass was dry. This should have burned everything, not just this perfect circle. They go back to the uh back to the precinct and the sheriff actually spontaneously well, he goes to get a bus. Goes to get a cup of coffee and bursts into flames. Yep. So, but I mean, it's Columban doing a supernatural horror type. Book. And this, this is where he shines. I also believe Brian Hurt might have been the uh, artist on uh, Harrow County, which yes, is another yes. uh, um, dark horse book that they did. This yeah. was close to being my pick of the week. Uh, this, this, in my opinion, is very good. I don't think it's the best Columban book this week. Okay. Knights Temporal number one. By Aftershock. By Aftershock. Read Dangerously. This was fucking amazing. This this, this is my runner-up for Pick of the Week. This was my Pick of the Week until I kind of went through in my head uh, last night, night on Earth. Yeah, this was great. So, basically, the main character is chasing down a sorcerer, and they're running through the woods, and they tell him, like, listen, no one ever comes out of these woods He's like, you think the sorcerer is going to go somewhere where he's not going to survive? I need to tra- track him down. Yeah. He's that, it's like, you go through here, you'll be lost yep. forever. He's pulled through a portal, and then we come now to present-day New, New York. New York. And he's chasing... Well, are they present-day? I don't... Th- this first one, they, this first part they are. 
Okay. So they're present day New York and he's dealing with, you know, supernatural beings and he wants to know where this sorcerer is and they won't tell him. And in the meantime, he met this, uh, I don't know, fairy, fairy type woman. That's not really a fairy. Well, that's in the, that's in the, in woods. the woods. Yeah. And she pulls him to here. Her name is Jane Fool. Fool. Yep. Jane Fool. And she's like, listen, you need to pull the sword. You need to pull the sword. They don't. They run into this old man starts following them and finally is like, how are you alive and not aged well, at all? Right. And then we get a flashback to, I'm thinking the seventies cause it's a disco. Well, but is, I thought this was when they were where they were pulled into that's, New York, that, that's but what, you have the trade center in the back. Oh, so, so maybe it is early. 2000s. I, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Or, okay. or early. I didn't even catch yeah. that. Good catch. So it, it probably is. Um, well, I, that maybe this is the seventies, which would also make the trade center, well, no, because when he's pulled there, the old uh, the old black guy's like, you saved me all those years ago, and now he was younger oh, there. Oh, there, there he was. In this, okay. And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, seen yeah. you get killed. And uh, meanwhile, he's fighting it off, and it looks like Jane stabs this old guy. He's like, oh, my God, you know, they got to him. I tried everything I could to keep him off. He's like, well, what was he talking about? And he's like, you should know this world will play tricks on you. So I feel like he was pulled into this world but has been killed a few times and brought back by this Jane. And that has something to do with this was phenomenal. I honestly, I wasn't a hundred percent sure what the hell was going with all the time going back and forth. I, I, I wasn't sure what I was going on this one. Okay. Uh, when I didn't decide not to read death's head, I, yeah. I reread this one quick. And I'm like, okay, I kind of understand what's going on now. This was phenomenal. I think this one is only a three parter. Oh really? That's all. I uh, know this one's not listed as what how many it is. Matter Black is a four parter though. Okay. Yeah, so I don't yeah, know how many sense. this is. Yeah. Uh, but no, this was once again excellent. Uh, my runner up, definitely my indie pick of the week. Okay. Anything else? Independent. Ice cream man. I didn't get to it. Yet. This was good. Um, I was disappointed. You would be. Um, I was okay. So the whole thing is that it's it, it, you get a warning page right as you open it up that says this comic is a palindrome. It can be read forwards or backwards. Um, it's up to you. I thought that meant that the story was a. I guess technically it was, but it was the story just cut in half and then swapped the rest of the the comic book through. I thought that if you, it would be two different stories depending on which way you read then it. Then it wouldn't be a palindrome. Then it wouldn't be a palindrome. Do you understand what a palindrome is? It's yes. the same thing forwards as it is backwards. No, it's not. If you read words that are palindromes forwards and backwards, yeah, the words are the same, but they read, they have different meaning. It doesn't matter. I, I was disappointed. I was expecting much more out of this. A palindrome is a word like noon. Right. N O O N. Right. You read it backwards, it's noon. You I read it forward, it's noon. I realize that, but I was expecting two separate stories. Which then it wouldn't would... be a palindrome. It would be. No, it wouldn't be. Either way, I, I, I was, I, I had high expectations because of that, and it, it, it didn't do anything for me. So. It was a story that did work both ways. Because it's the same story. Yeah, but any way you look at it, he goes to the underworld and then comes back and realizes. 
Either way, I didn't. Because I read, you don't know basic English because you went Dave and don't know what a fucking palindrome is? Wait, 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 wait. I know what a fucking palindrome Even is. Even Dave knows what a palindrome is. <laughs> I read you are ba- now dumber than Dave. I, I, I read it, it, uh, it. I read it backwards. You very well be losing your fucking halfway mind. Halfway through, I was like, why did I even bother reading this backwards? <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I was gonna try and do a insert a joke in there. There's no way I could top that. I was literally going, you know, Josh Paldrum. Like when you, you know, you have Dave forwards, and then when you spell it backwards, it's still Dave. But that's not gonna. <laughs> His fucking rant was priceless. <laughs> What did you guys think? I I uh, just didn't do anything for me. We broke so. Josh. We broke him. I enjoyed this. It was a good story about loss. It was. I I really enjoyed this one also. It was a neat concept. Um. Yeah, that's about all, all right. we can say about it. As long as you understand what a palindrome is, folks, you will enjoy this book. <laughs> Any other indies? Didn't you read anything else? That's my last indie, I think. I got partway through Spawn and I gave up. My <laughs> only other one is Spawn. Spawn 299. Yep. Yeah. A whole lot of fighting. There was. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole lot of And then there words. were a whole lot of words. It, yeah. And a whole lot of shit that I kind of really don't give a shit about, you know. So to, to drown it down... Heaven and Earth are both now going after Al Simmons. Um, Which it said they had to work together or they would never defeat Yeah, him. so he sends his reporter friend to their safe house through a portal and eventually pulls um, oh, whatever the other fucking guy's name is. The, the Archangel. The Archangel into this dark zone with him, but he gets spit back out and I guess that's going to be part of 300 is what actually happened in the shadows. Is it me or did you take it as those two are working together now or something happened? That's what I'm getting. Um, So he then goes to one of the news stations, which is kind of a one of the extremist kind of views. um, And he's waiting there for him. And you find out that this guy is a demon. It's like, you need to tell me what the fuck is going on. And he kind of gives him a clue of where to go. He gets back to the safe house and the guy's like, what the fuck is going on here? He's like, I've been going through your files. He's like, you're the cause for all of this, for the economy collapsing, these riots, everything. And he's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm fucked up. The final reveal is he is no longer in a human form. He is back to the. Well, it's not even the form he originated. No, I mean, he's like, he's like an emaciated raisin. I mean, he wor- He looks worse than Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. And then, of course, there was a couple panels in there where I guess McFarland's still harboring his hatred towards Peter David because that one guy looks like Peter David a lot. Yeah. Well, he's not doing interiors on this, is it? No, um, it's somebody out. But, you know, he puts devil horns on him. And, of course, it's a Peter David looking guy with, you know, I saw that and I was like, wow, he's still holding that. Whatever, whatever the big. I don't know what happened between. Those I don't two, know what but, it was, but yeah. But McFarland seems like a guy that would hold a grudge for me. To, to me, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. I mean, 
it has me interested enough to stick around for, you know, having all the interior art done by, you know, J. Scott Campbell's doing interior art, uh, Matina, um, McFarlane himself, Capullo, um, Scott Snyder's writing part of it. Sign me up for 300 and 301. It'll be interesting to see where they go. Yeah. Um, um, I have a theory that this is the end of Spawn. I think he's going to hit 301 and pull a Walking Dead. It just, they are solicitations. There are solicitations for 302. I, I, I don't know. This just seems like this would be the perfect kind of end to Spawn. But if, if it continues, sure. it's the end of Spawn for me. So, <laughs> until it hits 400, And probably maybe. everybody else, yeah. yeah so... But uh, August 28th, we get. Um, we're probably going to have to do two to three parts on August 28th. There's so many fucking books coming out that week. It, it's my my bill's huge. It's it's fucking crazy how much shit's coming out that week. And I don't know why. But there's there's a because t- of Marvel 1000 that uh, uh three or four absolute carnage books. Uh, there's there's so much shit that's coming out that week. So you're saying I should start picking up overtime now? Yes. and um, But it's like the podcast is going to be forever long. So we might have to bust it up in a couple different parts or sections or something because it's, right. it's, it's a huge week. All right, anything else or are we wrapping? Fight Club number three. This was excellent. It, it was it was more Fight Club. Um Fight Club doing Fight Club things? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, um. So <laughs> Tyler Durden goes into a bar and she's trying to recruit this woman. And he does. He he leaves with her, but takes her. She tells him a story? Yeah, and tugs at his heartstrings, I guess. She, oh, it's about the dog. It's yeah. an animal rescue. And it's and he thinks back he, to his dog he had in the right. original Fight Club. And she take he takes her back. And he draws a heart on her with. A magic marker, I believe. Yeah, instead of getting a tattoo. Right, and they all call him out on it. Well, well, not Tyler calls him out. Yeah, the uh, main character calls him out. It's like you're. I'll do this myself, and so he goes in as himself, and, and he's accosted by the chick that turned him. Or well, he's that's uh, one of the organizations right. higher ups. It's like, all right, you're coming with me. Drags him out and knocks him out. He's He's woken up to having extensive plastic surgery, and they made him look exactly like Tyler Durden. Yeah. So. Um, we didn't get any more explanation on the. Just a brief thing of uh, the painting of Mona Lisa had right. something to do with it, but. Um, but main character's worried about his kid and stuff, and he's, he, they're like, don't worry, Tyler will take care of him. Because. Uh, He's no longer going to be Tyler. The Tyler persona is going to go into him. There's also a thing where he's talking to his conscience. He's like, Tyler doesn't know I'm here. Right. right? And his conscience is a fucking penguin. He's a penguin. Yeah. So that's it was good. Uh, I, I mean, again, yeah, if you've never read the original Fight Club, you haven't read the second one, the series that came out about 10 years ago. That was that's longer than that, I think. No. I don't think it's that long. No. No, no but uh, seven? Yeah. 
Um, but no, it was uh, it was pretty good. Anything else from anyone else? I don't got anything. I don't else have anything. I, I just have something to point out that I just saw and didn't realize. I have to look at. I have to find a three hundred one and look. It's the same art on three hundred one as it is on three hundred, without the three hundred numbers on it. It's just got a white background. Like it's the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I didn't realize that, and if that was what happened in Spider Man, yeah, too. yeah, it happened in Spider Man. Yeah, so because it is the same. The is the exact same. It's the black suit in three hundred. Yeah, and then it's the red suit in three hundred one. Yeah, okay. It's the same pose. The yeah, did you know same, that? No, I didn't. So it's like you just reused this art and, back then. Wow. And you run a comic book store. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. You can't, you can't, At least you know what a palindrome is. Yes, <laughs> he does have a point. Yes. Yeah, remember, Dave spelled forwards is Dave. Hey, backwards, hey. it's still Dave. It's not me today. <laughs> it's you two. <laughs> Just say it. Angel number three. By our friends at Boom, who have may have may may have, have, may have may got have, my listing right. May have Paul in the right state. It's not like no I long- wasn't the very first one to sign up on their program. <laughs> He's no longer in Alabama. No longer roll tide. Yep. Now we just got across. Well, we don't know yet. Hopefully in the right state. He's in Michigan. Yeah, I I didn't see him. Nobody's in Michigan. Yeah, I didn't see him in any other states. And they go up to Iowa here. So I don't know. They they may have. He just said the hell with you and took you off the list. That's a possibility, too. Um, So you really think you deserve a Sweetie's Donuts? After Putting up with your bad shit, yeah. Things uh, you said to hey, me. Yeah. Hey, he he made it through his entire list without quitting on a single. Point. No, he quit on fucking powers of ten. No, he didn't. No, he just stopped talking for an excruciating <laughs> long time. <laughs> oh, that was that dead air. Yeah. Okay. So angel number There's no three. dead air now. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what a palindrome is. And he, wow. his, and he cuts his own hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized that Spider-Man oh, that 300 is... and 301 had the same exact art. Oh, my God. That is, the, that is the classic Dave commercial. Hi, I'm Dave. I know what a palindrome is. And I cut my own hair. <laughs> That's right. Coming to a video dating site near you. No, 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 no. That has to be an audio dating site. They see that face. You ain't getting swiped right on. Oh, no, no. It's going to be a picture of Josh. <laughs> I don't know. He could probably pull in a bunch of women just by the sounds he makes when he eats goobers. You know, this is how talented I am with my with my mouth. <laughs> please tell hey, me that. Hey, moving on. Please tell me that doesn't work. I Please tell I me that doesn't it was It was a joke, but I mean. Well, fuck it. He can eat a donut like that. You know what else he can eat? Oh, I always more, said like a fat kitty can't eat cake. All right, are we? Are anyway. we done? Are we? Do, or, Angel oh. number three. So he's fighting the first girl that was um, infected by this social media guy that um, made him go nuts. He beats her by throwing a water balloon full of holy water. It was just regular water balloon, but he convinced the priest to bless it. It's angel shit. 
Um, but you find out that this is a being that's been around for years, uh, but now with technology is able to reach a lot more people. And I don't think a whole lot more than that happens. Oh, they, they enter into kind of a mind zone, which is a maze, and uh, they're trying to find this, you know, evil being. So it was good. It was well written. Um, again, I really like this whole uh, Whedonverse thing that Boom's doing. I, I haven't been reading uh, Firefly. Firefly, yeah. Um, I never really was that into the series as much as some other people. So I loved it. Um Maybe I'll try to catch up on that one day, but it was good. Uh, I highly recommend from our friends at Boom. All righty. I guess we're that's it for comics this week. Uh, was a lighter week. Um, on to Meteor. Anything? Anyone started watch, did anyone watch The Boys at all yet? I watched the entire season. What'd you think? It was that's awesome. On, that's on Amazon, yeah. right? Yeah. It was absolutely I, uh, awesome. I, I decided to try to read the books first before I start watching it. Um, See, and that's why I, I started. And the one complaint I've seen from a lot of people online is they stay kind of true to the comics, except they try they make the lead characters way more likable. Oh yeah, I can totally see that. So they're, they're all like, there's no likable characters in the book. No, in the so book, far. for what I got, from no, that, how uh, far all I've the heroes it, except for are, Starlight they're are very like, self-servicing, right? And I guess the series isn't. Um, gotcha. Not reading the books, I wouldn't know the comparison, but they were pretty unlikable <laughs> in the show. Well, I mean, uh, not the uh, the heroes like the Justice League in the show obviously are assholes, and the, they're in the book they're right. assholes too. But the boys are not good people either. Well, um, for two of the characters, I would say that was would be true. Uh, Billy Butcher. He's he's totally despicable. Yeah, um, um, they try to make him sympathetic, but it's really not. Uh, the only one that I really felt sorry for out of the hero hero heroes, the boys. Yeah, right. Would have uh, been Huey. Yeah, we Huey. Yeah, well, yeah. He kind of he's kind of a sad sack in the in the book. Too. Right. I'm trying to read up in the book up to the point where the first season ends because there's like 72 issues or whatever of the series. Right. So I'm not gonna read the whole thing, just up to the end of the first season, and then. I'll probably finish the rest of the book after I watch the show. Uh, I'm actually going to go back and try and read up to where we're at and see what the comparison is, but I enjoyed the show. Not knowing great. anything about the boys. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, like that was... It was very well done. They really pulled... They pulled a lot of the stuff back. Um, the only thing that I had seen online that they really kind of toned back was the treatment of Starlight. Like, they, they said in the book she is just... Is Starlight the, the new girl? Right. Okay. She is just a fucking punching bag. and The first issue has the entire Justice League make her suck their dicks to join the league. Is that what right. happens in the show? Well, in the show, it's just the deep makes her do it. Oh, no. They all they all have yeah. to get they all yeah. get their dicks sucked. Except for the Wonder Woman character, obviously. But Right. Um, they, they said right out they toned down the treatment of her for the show. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the show. I watched it in about two days. It's what, eight episodes? Right. And the only reason I watched, uh, it took me two days is cause I had to go to work. I'll, uh, I'll cause I can't call and go, Hey, by, I'm watching the next, boys. Next I podcast, just can't come in. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's all I can think of as far as media. Related um, goes. it's being heavily rumored and 
no one's really denying it that the villain for Black Panther 2 is going to be Neymar. I didn't see that. It's, oh, I have. It's been all over the place. Okay. Yeah. Um, makes sense. You know, there's been those little, like I said, the little like the earthquake under the sea. The er- yeah. The uh, what what else did they what, allude to? Well, that movie's not coming out for like three or four years yet, right? I think twenty twenty one. Okay, because that's not coming out till like. Phase four stuff is what's going to be coming out soon. Yeah. But I thought right. Black Panther two is part of Phase five. It, it's all kinds of convoluted okay. right now. I mean, yeah, obviously timeline can change, but yeah. Um, the Mandarin is making his return to the MCU in the Shang Chi movie. Is it going to be the uh, Mandarin they, they, or uh, what we got no in idea. Iron Man two? That was Iron Man three. Three. There's Sorry. just going to be an orange fruit there that uh, <laughs> is in the background. Like there he is. Yeah. The Mandarin. Um, the oh, what just got pushed back? The Wild Cats. Wild Cats got, which was heavily, heavily. Yeah, that got pushed back. They they canceled the solicitations for the first three issues, and uh, so they'll they're going to start re-soliciting those. So that got pushed back. Yeah, what a surprise. Um. Build-A-Bear announced Deadpool's getting his own Build-A-Bear. Guess who's going to be at a Build-A-Bear store oh, near you? Oh, you know it. That would be That's what Mr. He Jimmy. For. That's what he based for. Who goes to the fucking balls anymore? You be, you, you be when uh, Harrisburg Comic Con is uh, <laughs> going to be at them all. That's all I really That's all you got? Swamp all Thing's right. last episode was yesterday? Yeah, and apparently there's a post credit scene that's supposed to be... That was really supposed good. to be teasing another character that no one's ever going to get to see, unfortunately. I, I, I don't know. Um, I didn't watch that show. I saw, One of the biggest complaints I saw about it was one that it was canceled because people really liked it, apparently. But also that it was probably the worst depiction of the Phantom Stranger to the point where people didn't even know that's who it was supposed to be. It's just a guy. It's like if Dave put on like a trench coat, and they're like, "That's Phantom Stranger." And it's like, "Well, no, how, how in Smith. any way does it resemble Phantom Before Stranger?" Before the heart attack, right? <laughs> it, yeah, I, and I looked. I, I looked for like you know images of him in in the show, and it looked nothing like Phantom Stranger. But I mean, Swamp Thing looked like Swamp Thing, so I'll probably go so watch look it. Like but, Alan Moore. Uh, not not jacked Alan Moore Swamp Thing, but like that's my favorite Bernie Wrightson Swamp Thing. Um. Yeah, that's about it that I can think of. Okay. And he did. Not really. Nothing because uh, uh, we did. Uh, we did Rucker Howard last week. Um, I. Uh, yeah. So. Harley. Uh, Harley Race. Harley Race being the biggest one. The former wrestler. I. Yeah, I didn't see that. Okay. Um, no, other than that, no. Yeah, I didn't see any other. Major deaths this week. Of course, I didn't really do a whole lot of anything the first couple days of this week with work. So, Okay. All righty. I guess that's going to wrap her up. And uh, thanks for staying this long, even through all, all of the dead air. You could probably cut out about 10, 15 minutes of dead air. I'm the maestro.
I'm Dave Princess. the Mad Hatter. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel almost live. Uh, and Josh, you're at here, right? Be good to each other. <laughs>